Nighttime was calm and the atmosphere was exhilarating that it could easily lull an adult to sleep. Of course, I wasn't far from the truth, but the case was different on my own end. I was at the Department of Theatre Arts award night. Even though I had second-guessed the idea of being a mild date for the night, I wasn't one to blend with the public, let alone be in the midst of such a mammoth crowd. She sat so calmly, like the queen she was, and was enjoying the show with great relish. And in that minute, I knew I had no choice but to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That way, we were seated basking in the moment and watching the series of events at the fiesta. Anyone who saw us would swear we were a couple, because our compatibility was second to none. We looked so cute together. Meanwhile, we were just close friends who adored each other immensely. If I recall correctly, the first day we met was very awkward. We were both in a tricycle going to school, and when it was time for both of us to alight, she realized there was no money in her purse. She had probably lost it. I could sense a hint of agitation from her body language, but she kept her composure. Not until the tricycle driver began to lose his patience. I quickly intervened when he was about to create a scene and quickly dismissed him after paying for both of us. She expressed immense gratitude, though still embarrassed. I don't recall what happened afterwards, but from the little I remember, that was where it all started. Back at the fiesta, when she noticed I was lost in thought, she softly called my name, jolting me back to reality. Hey, Umar, you good? She said as she gave me a questionable look. I faked a smile and assured her I was good and that she needed not to worry. Amal was unlike any woman I'd ever met. She ticked all my boxes, but I still sort of liked that we stayed friends, even though we'd been giving off boyfriend and girlfriend vibes and sending mixed signals to each other. The fiesta got more intense as the night grew older and the performances left every one of us a gap. We had mad fun. Looking over at Amal, I caught her stealing a peek at me and as soon as our eyes locked, she didn't look away, which was unlike her. Instead, she smiled at me, still not looking away. And if I wasn't mistaken, that smile meant something. Hey, why are you looking at me like that? I teased her. She began to stutter and words escaped from her mouth. Um, nothing, she said before she finally averted her gaze. After about half an hour, the anesthetic chatters and cheers were beginning to quiet down. She looked over at me and asked what the time was. It was already past 11 p.m. Oh, wow, I have a class tomorrow by 8. We should get going, she said. I was a little deep down. We were finally leaving. Once we were out of the hall and the noises were out of earshot, our ears and minds began to adjust to the chilly and serene silence of the outer world where only the creaking sounds of the crickets could be heard. The bike men had all dispersed and the only option we had was to trek. Lucky enough, it wasn't going to be a long walk after all because the faculty wasn't too far from our dorms. I could walk her to a hostel first before heading to mine as it should be. Our walk was a rather romantic and friendly one. We cream across other students moving to and fro, and that way we didn't feel alone. We talked and made a couple of jokes about random things with our hands clasped together, and before too long we were approaching her dorm. Oh, Umar, we're almost at my hostel. Um, now I'm sad, she said, pouting her voluptuous red lips. Sad? Sad that we'll be departing soon? I asked with a smirk on my face. Little did I know what was forthcoming. Yeah, sadly, it's really heavenly and nice spending time with you. You really made my night, she said sweetly. I would say the same for you, and there are no truer words, Amal. I said to her in a calm, husky tone, 
while walking side by side. We were now standing face to face, looking intently at each other in the eyes. There was a minute of silence and stillness before she finally broke the silence. Ma, I've been meaning to tell you this for quite a long time now, but I guess I never found the right time to tell you, she said, calmly with her gaze not leaving mine. My heart began to palpitate, and numerous presumptions were running through my mind. My gut feeling was telling me something, but I turned a deaf ear and was curious to hear from her. I love you, she said, almost like a whisper. I was blank because I couldn't believe my ears. I love you so, so much, and I can't help it. I don't know how it all started, but all I know is that my heart yearns for you and you alone. Those words made me speechless and dumbstruck. Her gaze never left mine. She was longing to hear my response. My lips parted slowly and my mind went through a million oscillations before I finally broke the silence. Amal, this is quite heavy. I looked at her and her eyes were still fixated on mine, which made me a bit uneasy. If I'm being honest, Amal, I like you a lot and I equally respect you for what you just did. I mean, not every girl could muster up the balls to fess up her feeling for someone she likes. I paused a bit, trying to read her expression before I continued. I like you so much that I wouldn't want to ruin our bond and I feel getting into a relationship at this point could mess things up. I said, shifting my gaze from hers. Looking at her face again, I sensed a look of confusion on her once-lit face. What do you mean? she asked, with a hint of confusion in her voice. You're the best blessing anyone can have. But I'm afraid if we actually get into a relationship, there might be a lot of complications because dating a lady is just the last thing I want to do at this point. I said to her regretfully. I could see her facial expression turning cold and darkness beginning to emerge from her eyes. Really, Farouk? She creased her brows with disbelief in her eyes. I'm sorry, Amal. My heart is still messed up and I'm still trying to get over my ex. It's been a week plus since we broke up and my heart is yet to recover from the bruises from my last relationship. I'm sorry for not telling you this sooner. It's not been easy for me. All I need is some time to recover. I need closure. I said with bitterness and regret in my voice. I was buried in my emotions as I didn't even acknowledge the tears that were cascading down her cheeks. She was blank. Her lips moved as if she wanted to say something, but she didn't. Amal, I'm sorry. Actually, I, I had barely completed my sentence before she interrupted me. It's okay, it's okay. Thank you. And before I could say anything else, she turned around and headed to a hostel without looking back. I could hear her sobbing audibly, and I wanted to run after her and pull her into my embrace forever, but it was perhaps too late. She was obviously in pain, and so was I. I felt like my world had fallen apart. How could the sweetest moment turn sour within the twinkle of an eye? What seemed to be our best night turned out to be our worst night in a jiffy. I looked around and realized I was the only living thing within that vicinity. I looked up at the dark, cloudy sky and sighed. Is this the end? 